to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I've got my radio smile on right now, Benny. I've got my radio smile on. Gee, I wonder why. Well, because Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is joining well, me today. Of course. And I, if I could only repeat the, the segment that our <laughs> listeners didn't hear before we went on. I love the topic for today. But let me tell you a little bit about Kathy Ann Lewis. And she's joining us here today as the Senior Minister and Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living. This is a uh, church on Sandpoint Way. And it has an 85-year history in the city of Seattle. But beyond that, uh, she is an incredible leader that helps people live life full out. Uh, one of the things that Kathy Ann, uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann, is doing this year along with the congregation is building a better life, building a better world. And she, this is a program, this is an initiative, this is a way of living that is designed to introduce all of us to spiritual wisdom, insights, and tools for change. And so she's joining us here today as someone that is recognized around the world for the gift that she has to help people see that they are truly the light. And so today's show is, so let your light shine. So so let your light so shine. What is your personal light? And we're going to be talking about that and much more. She was also uh, one of the presenters at the Extraordinary Speaker Series that was in Seattle. And she will be joining Alan Cohen on on February 6th, and Deepak Chopra, and John Holland, and Ian LeVinsant. So, we are thrilled to have Kathy Ann Lewis join us here today. She rocked the house last week with Greg Braden. And so, are you ready to let your light shine? Thank you for joining us here today, uh, Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis. What a fabulous, uh, fabulous event Greg Braden was. Wasn't that about letting the light shine? It was it was just so wonderful. And what I really loved is when Greg said, how many people are here because somebody said you had to come? <laughs> well, it was wonderful. And there was actually people that were brave enough to raise their hands and say, yeah, I was dragged here. Um, but I don't think anybody felt dragged after the evening was over. I think everybody felt like they they had um, an evening well, worth, well, well spent. And it was well worth the time, their effort, and... Um, and giving up an evening of TV to, to just be in his presence because he's done so much good research. And it was just, he, he presents an argument that is hard to debate. It's really great. And, uh, and in a way, Greg is letting his light shine. And those people who bring people are letting their light shine. And so in big and small ways, we're all, we're all asked to do that at one time or another. And, and uh, you know, one of the things that I, I love talking with you about is the acknowledgement that you give to so many people to remind them that they have a light inside themselves and that light is there to shine. But so often, Kathy Ann, and, you know, I'm seeing a lot of this these days, it seems or it would appear that that light seems to get dim could you talk a little bit about why the light gets gets dim, and more importantly, what that personal light is? Well, let's 
I'd like to address what that personal light is first. From mystical tradition, the light could also be interpreted as understanding and also truth. So in a lot of mystical writings and poetry, when the poet or the mystic would talk about light, they would they like them saying, I have this deep understanding or I, I know this deep and powerful truth. There's a light within me. There's a truth within me. There's an understanding within me. And it makes sense because even when we have cartoonists have a little cartoon character come up with a bright idea, what do they put above their head? But a light bulb. So we all have an idea that when the light comes on, we see things in a different way, a more expansive way, a freer way. Uh, I think that when we're filled with light or when we walk into a light room, we see everything so we're not afraid. And yet if we don't, if we walk into a room that doesn't have much light and we haven't been there very before, we can have a little bit of trepidation. So light is just being able to to get a bigger um, view of the world and conditions because you have a greater understanding of it. And that's a wonderful, that's the light that we can bring to other people. And it just shows up in the Bible and other, and other uh, ancient spiritual traditions and, and books that if you have some light and you share it with others, then you are spreading the light in the world. And now that sounds very um, nebulous and, and, um, and, and poetic, but how do I actually apply it? So I might apply it by, if, if I have an understanding that love is stronger than hate, and every time I'm, I talk about love and I, talk, and I show love, then I'm spreading my light around. So it's not just an idea on a book. I'm actually bringing it into the world and making it manifest. That's sharing my light. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. And, and what is uh, so important, at least what I, I'm getting out of that, is that, you know, this idea of shining the light and having that light spread is something that every person on this planet can do. Yet there are some folks that believe it's only limited to a handful of people. They do. They, and they're looking for the light. So they look for the light and they want the right person to say the right things. And we look for charismatic leaders and you know, what I've noticed is, is that sometimes we have charismatic leaders, whether they're in a church or in politics or whatever, and they may not have any better ideas than those who are less charismatic. So we actually judge people by how they say things rather than what they're saying. Uh, someone was telling me that uh, recently that, that um, they had to evaluate success by how large an audience someone had. And I said, well, my goodness, Hitler had a large audience. Let's not go there. Uh, but what are they saying? Are they expanding the welfare of the people that they speak to? Are they expanding the welfare beyond the people they speak to? Now, that's enlightenment. That's, that's Nelson Mandela. That, that's let's all come together and find a, a greater way for us to function together. That's light. And what, what happens, though, is when people look outside for somebody bring light to me or somebody save me or somebody give me a good idea, then then they can become susceptible to to what the other person's selling. But if they find the light within themselves and they really allow themselves to connect with something deeper and wiser than their conscious reality, then they're going to recognize the light in other people. Uh, and that just sounds so nebulous, and I hate to say that, but I guess I just love mystical studies. And we really are living in a mystical time. We're living in a time, almost like Greg Baden said, 
we have so many conditions going against us on this planet right now that we must find that greater truth, understanding, and reality and connect with it and let it move through us to create solutions beyond our wildest comprehension. I love what you just said. And by the way, I love the new term that I think that you've just coined, and that is uh, charismatic lighters. I love that. I love that term. I know you were talking about leaders, but what I heard you say was charismatic lighters, people that light, you know, that light the candle of, uh, of light to shine. And the other thing that I heard you say, and I wanted to comment on it because this is something that's near and dear to, our, to, to my heart and the folks on the show, the old metrics of measuring success don't work anymore. No, no. no. No, and we're still using them. Just like old management theory doesn't work anymore, but we still use it. We still use it, and we still use it, and we still get the same results. <laughs> it worked for a while, but we plateau. Just like everything will work for a while, but then you plateau, and then you need to have a deeper understanding. More light, more light. Um, what I what I read, oh, I must it must be twenty years ago, is that. The industrial age gave way to the information age, but the information age must give way to the consciousness age. Because after a while, more information won't do us any good unless we, we develop the mental capacity to use it wisely, and that's consciousness. So we are moving into a consciousness age, and we must ask ourselves, do these leaders empower me and also others? See, that's the new, I think the new light is, is we've got to understand at a very deep level that a win-lose is going to be a lose-lose for everybody. So if I win and you lose, we live on such a small planet now that we're all going to lose. So we're going to have to look for an understanding where we seek win-win, and we need to seek leaders who talk about win-win and how everyone can do well. And, it should, you know, thank you so much, my guest today, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. And we're talking about So Let Your Light Shine. Uh, and this is about your personal light. We've talked a little bit about what that is. And I mentioned earlier, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is a senior minister of the Center for Spiritual Living. If you want to find out more about Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann, about the center, then you can go to the website, spiritualliving.org. That's spiritualliving.org. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to address that question uh, about those darn old obstacles, those things getting in the way from letting it shine. I don't know about you, but I know that the light inside of me has been pretty dim certain points in time in my life. But here we are today, and we're letting it shine. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and we are kicking it up a notch with Reverend Dr. K. Kathy and Lois, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Just give me the light. 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 Are you tired of treating your animal companions with toxic drugs? Do chronic, degenerative, or disabling conditions affect your horse's or pet's quality of life? Quantum Healing, created by Dr. Susan Seeley, with over 25 years as a veterinarian and 40 in the equestrian field, brings hope of true health and healing for your pet or equine companion. Visit QuantumVet.com. Learn how Quantum Healing can benefit your animal companion. That's QuantumVet.com. 
Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your life and your health to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help transform your life and your health. See how your beliefs affect your body and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Introduction to Energy Medicine, February 23rd and 24th in Worcester, Massachusetts. Call 866-303-HEAL. That's 866-303-4325. Do you need help remembering how great you are? Inspire your kids and yourself with an award-winning children's book from author and coach Ben Phipps. His book, I'm a winner, you're a winner. Remembering how great you are is a good reminder that inside each of us is the winner we were born to be. Visit keepshining.org to learn more about I'm a winner, you're a winner and how you can purchase it for yourself or as a gift for the winners in your life. That's keepshining.org. Imagine for a moment what your obituary might sound like right now. Then imagine how you would really like it to read. Actually, you unknowingly write and live your obituary every day. It's time to be more intentional about how you live your life. It's time to find and create your ideal path in life right now. It's time to be the best you can be. Visit BeTheBestYouCanBe.net for more information about life coaching and the life-changing book, Our Journey is Our Work. That's BeTheBestYouCanBe.net. Kick off your enlightenment with Carrie's 12 Steps to Enlightenment Workshop. Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. This two-hour teleclass is on February 23rd at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Call 860-887-1201 to register for the 12 Steps to Enlightenment teleclass or visit kerryoconnor.com. That's K-E-R-R-I-E-O. See vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Boston. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Back Bay Event Center in Boston on Saturday, April 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now. 1-800-654-5126 or visit hayhouseevents.com Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. China, we get and our love become a funeral pyre. So did you hear me singing, Benny? Did you hit the hot button there I while did. I was doing that? Did you do that? I did. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Come on, baby. Light my fire. And what we're here to tell, to talk to you about today is that you are holding the ignition switch, lighting your fire. Yeah, absolutely. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is joining me here today, and we're talking about uh, what it means to let your light shine. And it's an invitation and beyond that. It's an acknowledgement of the power that you have within. She is joining us here today to talk about that. And I want to thank you so much for joining the show today, uh, Kathy Ann, because, you know, what you do and what's done at the Center for Spiritual Living uh, is a way to also shine, let your light shine, but also to help people ignite their own light within. Yeah, that's actually 
one of my um, my personal gauges for me doing what I need to be doing is that uh, people go off and, and make a difference in the world themselves. It's not about uh, you know me or this organization, but uh, what we can do individually that's very powerful. Um, so can I give an example? I'd love for you to get, give an example. Well, I'd love, <laughs> thank you. An example is, well, there's just so many people who are making such a huge difference in the world, but the, the most recent one that I think people are hearing about is a man named Colin King who, after the, the flood in Lewis County, just was really pulled to, to help the people any way that he could. And so instead of writing to his congressman or hoping that FEMA would show up, uh, the floods happened on Tuesday, and on Sunday he was asking other people, and, and whether they were in the church or outside the church, anywhere he could get them to help him buy hay for the farmers who had lost their fields and their hay and their barns in Lewis County. Well, it started out with that, but then he continued to share a story about his concern about people who who really lived and made their living on little tiny farms and without their cattle and without their bank account, which is actually in their hay and in their grain and in their food, he didn't know how they would continue on. And FEMA, of course, eventually will, will come up with the money, but but in the meantime, they have nothing. Right. Uh, and, and you know, it's hard to, to just, if you've lost all your cows from starvation, that would be a very hard thing to, to live through. Mm-hmm. So not only did he get started on that, but then because he was calling around, someone else asked him to pray for him, and, and that was a, an Indian tribe, and the Indian tribe said, you prayed for our, our little girl, we love it that you did. And the next thing they know... We know they're giving him a, a free mobile home, and then they got people to help him move the mobile home down there to replace mobile homes that have been completely demolished. So he's getting so many people involved just because he's sharing his passion, his light, his understanding. And his understanding is, is that we could all work together. No one would have to suffer. And, and that light is just so powerful. I think that's an idea of us knowing that we have our own ability to make a difference in the world, and that understanding will make a difference in the world it's a very powerful story and what you know what it means to me is and i and i got to see this recently and 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 i think you were there as well when we did the greg Braden event and the reason that it was so important to acknowledge for me to acknowledge the people that had dedicated their time was without the countless volunteers i think we had something like 50 volunteers for that event Without those folks uh, joining us, uh, we probably would have had to adjust the price of that event. And yet, many, many people saw the imp- you know were, were looking at the importance of doing something to help other people. Yeah. Is that at the core of having our light shine brightest? If that's your understanding, then that's then that's really what the light shining is about. And and we ask ourselves: Is this light? Is it? Is it? self-centered or is it um more community centered uh-huh. and i don't i don't mean that um uh, because sometimes my understanding is well if i do this deal <laughs> <laughs> oh you you've deal. had a visit from that voice as well yeah so i just <laughs> want to say that sometimes the things go on uh, going off in our head may not be as light filled as others <laughs> and yet when volunteers <laughs> say you know i really want i really believe in this message and i want to help greg Braden." uh get out and his message get out to more people, then that is probably more 
you know, with a light, light filled and bent. I know some people have heard him so many times and loved it. Um, I, they absolutely love the way he can marry science and and old ancient wisdom together, and they really appreciate that. So, yeah, every time we try to do something so that it so that what we do extends beyond ourselves, um, I, I consider that light filled. I, I I I think that's sharing our light when we have when we share our uh, peacefulness. Uh, when we share our, our compassion, um, I think that's a light-filled event. You know, earlier, Kathy Ann, that you and I talked about um, some of the obstacles or challenges and what you just shared, you know, really talks to the unlimited possibilities that we have to shine. But sometimes, sometimes the idea of the deal comes in or sometimes, you know, we're kind of living in the in the muck of the moment and it's it gets so the light doesn't go out. But boy, I'll tell you, it's gotten a little dim. I need to go get my glasses to read you know what can we say you know to talk about that especially in this day and age where we are bombarded if we choose to listen to it by news that uh, you know is painful to listen to and issues on the economy and so forth oh man you know this is i think that what people are really looking for i think you touch on something i think we all want that light and we go looking for it we look um and sometimes if we don't find it in ourselves, we're going to look in very strange ways. We're going to look for a gimmick or a quick trick or whatever. But we all want to have a good life, and we want to have this sense of understanding. Um, there's a search for meaning. Uh, I think there's a search for uh, connection and our place in the world. And I think we get, we get off track. How can I say this? I think when we get off track, when... We, when it becomes very egocentric, and by that I mean we get off track when, when we don't care about the people around us, we just care about ourselves. Mm. Um, and, you know, that's, that's just probably a stage of development. I hope that as a world we outgrow it because our world's getting pretty small. <laughs> you know, what I do here in, on my little... My little piece of the of the world in Snohomish makes a big, huge difference. People uh, in other places, we just know that now. We know how how the world is functioning. So, the the larger the larger the purview of how can I how this is I think Emerson. I love it. Emerson and Einstein said the same thing that there's a law of reciprocity, and so what we're giving out will eventually come back to us. When we come to understand that, we're going to give out. Um, better conditions in the world because we know that the world is going to sneak up on us. And and I think that sometimes in our fear and our short-sightedness, we forget that. I think that people are basically good, but sometimes I think they're just a little short-sighted. Well, I, I certainly understand enough about that myself. I mean, you know, there are some days that I've gotten up and looked under the bed for the light. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, lo and behold, wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> But we do go on a search for the light. We, we do. And, you know, what is it going to take for us to realize that the first place perhaps to look is within? I mean, I know that signs, sounds a little bit out there and a little bit overused, but uh, I believe it's the truth. And yet for myself, I know it's been difficult at times in my life. It's, I think it's difficult. It, it's, I, I find it difficult. And I practice this hopefully 
a lot of the time. It's not that I don't know what to do. I just find that sometimes I become short-sighted. And here's, here's an example of short-sightedness. Short, I know that if I become centered in the morning, this is a Buddhist tradition. This is a Buddhist um, uh, practice, as well as I just know it's Buddhist, but it could be a lot of other practices too. But I know for sure the, that there's a Buddhist tradition where you get centered in the morning and you just love and bless everyone that you're going to meet. And you just make it a practice to just breathe into that and say, oh, you know what? I know that I'm going to meet so-and-so, and I love and bless them. I know I'm going to meet so-and-so, and I love and bless them. I know I'm going to meet so-and-so, and I love and bless them. Oh, and anyone else I meet, I love and bless them. And you get centered, and you become calm. And then things happen, but they don't really phase you. And somebody gets grumpy, but you're still filled with good cheer, and you don't contribute to their grumpiness, which means that you're putting light in a grumpy place. And all of that's wonderful. But sometimes I can become short-sighted. And think to myself, you know, I know I need to get up and do my meditation, but it would just be so much nicer, it's nicer to just lay here. I think I'm getting a cold. Oh, that's it. I'm getting a cold. So I'm just going to take another half hour and sleep and take care of myself. But and really, I'm not. I'm really not taking care of myself in the long run. I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm succumbing to the short-sighted present comfort as opposed to how I want to create my world the rest of the day. Does that make sense? Absolutely. We, we start in small ways where we don't do we don't do something for the long haul. We do it for the short, short convenience, the short satisfaction of it. And we have and we're short sighted. So that's one way that I think we forget to let our light shine. Another way is sometimes we don't know it's hard to know if I'm looking within or without, but I do know that if I'm looking for someone else to save me, I'm looking outside. If I'm going to be happy when I finally find the one, I'm looking outside. All right. Well, we're, I'll tell you, looked out a little bit on the outside myself over my life. Uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining us here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, she's going to share three tools to help all of us recognize that light from within and shine bright bright brightly we'll be right back change your life have you been inspired by the secret and what the bleep do we know but now you need practical tools theta healing gives you everything you need theta healing workshops teach you simple yet powerful techniques to create an instant shift in your life and results that last. Join Deanna Laterzo for Theta Healing Basic in North Seattle, February 15th through the 17th. For more information, call 360-778-1190 or visit greenroomhealing.com. Would you like to receive a weekly email telling you about personal growth events and resources in the Puget Sound region? This service is now available complements of New Spirit Journal, the locally owned and operated newspaper that brings you a wealth of inspirational information every month. Go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Earl. That's events and resource listings, but you can call it Earl. New Spirit Journal has been providing inspirational news and information for almost three years. Visit NewSpiritJournal.com. From a place of special energy, the Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools 
visit thesedonatools.com. Having someone in your corner with knowledge and expertise fully dedicated to your success is the best way to meet your weight and health goals. I'm Angela Pfeiffer, certified nutritionist and owner of The Nourished Body. I am dedicated to teaching you how to eat right and coaching you through the gradual lifestyle changes needed not only to lose weight, but to keep it off for good. If you're frustrated with those extra pounds that you just can't seem to lose, do something about it. Take the first step. I make healthy easy and I make it fun. Take the first step by calling me at 425-747-5 Chocolate, not only sensual, but powerful. Shasai Dark Unprocessed Chocolate, highest level of antioxidants in a simple food. Did you know science has shown dark chocolate could help you lose weight? Did you know that you can actually improve your overall health by eating dark chocolate? Or that you can enjoy eating chocolate three or more times a day, guilt-free? Did you know that chocolate actually has a bliss factor? Life with chocolate couldn't be sweeter. LifeWithChocolate.net. Learn how to balance mind, body, and heart during your own renaissance and improve the quality of your life and those around you. Bust the crust of your egoic thinking. Michael Nardi, the Renaissance Man, author of the new book, Stop Thinking, Start Living, and Begin Celebrating Every Moment, tells the story of his mother-in-law, Mama Jay, her miracle, and how he stopped thinking and how he celebrates every moment. Check out michaelnardi.com. That's michael, N-A-R-D-I.com. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. back everyone welcome back to uh the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and i'm here with reverend dr kathy ann lewis if you want to find out more about uh kathy ann as well as the center for spiritual living she is the senior minister there uh the way to do this is to go to uh her website to go to the the website spiritualliving.org that's www.spirituallivingorg lots of information there you're also going to see information about uh, what she talked about earlier. The Northwest Flood Relief is also there, as well as podcasts, as well as information on the TV program, as well as many, many classes that actually are beginning uh, this week, I think, and next week. And there's just a ton of information. And so please check it out, spiritualliving.org. You're also going to uh, be able to see uh, uh, the fact that there is a new facility that is being built right next to uh, the, the the location right now. And so, uh, Kathy Ann, thank you for joining us here. Oh, you know, thank you. Are, are you excited about all of the things that's, that are going on at the center right now? I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited that, uh, well, we're, we're going into the last stages of building not only a new sanctuary, but... Uh, what have I done? Classrooms, I was going to say a school, but I guess we could have a school there too. Um, classrooms for adults and for children, and they're just beautiful, and it's nice, and we've loved our old facility. It was a beautifully built building, but it didn't always represent us. It didn't function the way we wanted to function, and so we're, we just built what we needed, what we need, and, and that's important, I think. 
just want to say that for a while, for just a moment. I think sometimes we make do, and we get really expert at making do. And what the light or understanding that I've come to is that that's an okay thing to do, but eventually you might just want to get something that works for you. Like if you have 12 kids and you've only got one bedroom, that's kind of making do. I'm, that's, I'm being great, very, very facetious there, but uh, it's good sometimes to just create something that really works for you instead of always trying to fit into somebody else's idea of what was beautiful and good. So I'll just throw that out. Yes, I'm really grateful for what's happening in our, in our little neck of the woods. Well, and this is, again, a way to uh, not only shine the light that uh, you have and the congregation, but it's a way to invite people in to uh, empower them to shine their light. And that's what we're talking about in this segment of helping people by providing some tools. What Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann does each time she joins me on air is provides us with tools. So if you if you don't have your your pen and your paper or your computer in front of you to take notes. You're probably going to want to listen to this uh, show again. But we're talking about letting the light shine, and we're talking about how to do that, not only when times are great in our lives, but, you know, at those times where things may seem a little bit dark. So mm-hmm. for today, uh, Kathy Ann, I'd love for you to share some insight. I know I've got my computer in, in front of me ready to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, getting back to what I was sharing before we took our break, you know that it may be a call for you to connect with your own inner light, which could, could in mystical terms, can mean understanding it, can mean truth, your truth. Mm. What so we have to understand is that, that truth is absolute, but it's always finding a personal outlet or a personification through, through individuals. So what's really, really true for me may not be really, really true for you. But we as human beings think that if it's true for me, it's got to be true for everybody else. But that's not, that's not always correct, and we get ourselves in trouble for that. See, I may be doing something that's exactly like someone else did, and it doesn't work for me. Why? Because that's their understanding and their way and their truth. And, they have to, and we have to just realize that there's many, many ways for anything to work out. So the first step, I think, for us to know that it's time for us to connect to understanding or life or um, a bigger truth is if we're looking for it outside ourselves. If I, I, getting back to the idea, and I, I hear this from so many people, if I believe that I'll be happy when I finally find the one, oh, man, that one's going to have to really perform well. I mean, they're going to have to, they're, no, they're never going to be able to get cranky. They're never going to be able to get upset because my whole happiness is based on them. But, and that's just a small, that's a small little version. If I think my happiness is going to um, finally show up when I get the right job, if I think that I need to have someone show me the way or help me, or even, a, you know, we're in, we're in the uh, 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 presidential year, uh, presidential election. If we base all of our hopes on one person, my goodness, they can never live up to all of that. Uh, we have to realize that this is, a, you know, a country of the people, but we give away too much of our power to others, and, and no one can be that smart. And so when they don't do well, we don't get all upset. Um, so we know, number one, we need to connect with light ourselves when we're looking outside ourselves. But then how do we connect with that? I think there's so many wonderful tools and traditions 
instruments, our traditional tools, but we don't use them. We all know this. There's this meditating, meditating. That, that brings a sense of serenity and calm, and we can listen to our own inner voice. It, it, it works a lot. The other one is to just repeat something like, for those of you that don't like to meditate, we almost all commute someplace uh, to go to work. We could, During our commute time, just say, I now am filled with all the understanding I need to handle everything I encounter today with wisdom and joy. Have that be the affirmation. What are we telling ourselves when we go into our, our world and our, our daily activities? A lot of times what we tell ourselves are ideas that are, that are self, self-defining as pretty limited. Um, then the next tool is that whenever we come to understand something, like, like I came to understand a long time ago, this is an understanding for me that, that I, there was just out of the, it was truly a light bulb going off. I came to understand that I could love anybody, that, that everyone was lovable because there was within me that which was love itself and it could love anybody. So I gave up having to have people be a certain way so that they could be lovable in my life. Boy, that was really brilliant. The way that I share that is to, to recall it, remember it, especially when somebody seems unlovable. And then the other one is, is that I tell it to other people. When they're, when they're talking about how they haven't found the right one, what I, say, what I usually say is, this is only if they ask permission, of course, and we're in a, a somewhat uh, a position where they kind of trust me, is I'll say things like, you know, there's, there is a love that's in you that is so powerful that it can embrace anyone, even those who you think are unembraceable. And man, we love people like that. The world longs for Mother Teresa. We long for Nelson Mandela. We love and long for those people who, who live out our highest ideals and our highest values. But it's not about them. It's us. We can do it. We can be the people that, that love unconditionally and have compassion that embraces everyone. So that like um, the Dalai Lama, we can say, don't do anything that would harm the Chinese people, because they're not my enemies, they're my, they're my friends. You know, the Chinese people may not say that, but that's what the Dalai Lama says. You know, Those Kathy are my Ann, three easy steps. <laughs> uh, they, they are fabulous. I mean, because and sometimes... And they're not easy. <laughs> well, well, you know, sometimes simple doesn't mean easy, does it? Yeah. No. But they're simple, but they're not easy, because it takes, takes discipline. And that's one of the words that a lot of people in the United States have a problem with. And yet that is, that is at the very heart of any great study, whether you want to study yoga or Tai Chi or uh, you want to become a, a good horseback rider or ice skater or softball player or football player or become a mystic. It takes an incredible amount of discipline. We have to do it even when we don't want to do it. And out of that is a reward that is so incredible. You know, I was talking with someone uh, yesterday, late last night, actually, about, uh, you know, spiritual practice and principle or practice, uh, even if it's simply picking up a book that has a powerful message to kickstart their day. And, you know, you know, sometimes we can lay things out. You know, my mother used to say to me, my stepmom, as a matter of fact, because she taught me about perseverance. She used to say to me in her southern accent, she used to say, well, honey, you know, you can take a walk, you can 
can take a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And I thought, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> I used to think, what is she talking about? But now I know when I get to look at my own spiritual practice and I see everything that I'm surrounded with, I get five books on an average a day in my office. Wow. And I've run out of excuses around connecting with and putting a practice into place that takes five minutes a day. But I would imagine I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after a while, we have to stop admiring those who we call different um, and special and, and start doing what they're doing. And, that, and most likely they're very disciplined. Absolutely. Wow. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining me to here today. Anybody out there got a question? 1-800-930-2819. Love to hear from you. 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. Are you feeling the light right now? Are you feeling the love? This is the message we're, we're sharing with you today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. loved one have chronic pain, ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Participate in a Divine Awakening transmission with Lori Grant, Kahuna Ho'okahi, where you'll have the opportunity to experience your true divine essence. Stop living the pain of separation and be in the bliss of oneness. Join Lori and attend her Infinite Oneness Enlightenment Seminar on February 29th through March 2nd. Visit onenessnonduality.com or call 808-394-2464. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Diets and drugs only address symptoms of ill health rather than providing solutions to the problems such as weight gain and chronic pain. Spending just 30 minutes in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn 600 calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain. If you're tired of quick fixes that don't work, consider the long-term solution. Detox America's portable far-infrared sauna. Call 888-338-6987 or visit DetoxAmerica.com. For years, I was searching for a church that spoke about God in ways that made sense to me, in ways that recognized my struggles in life and then helped me find solutions. I found that church. It's the Center for Spiritual Living, a wonderful community that is helping me build a better life and a better world. Each Sunday, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires me to create a world that works not only for me, but for everyone. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to be the master of ceremonies at the upcoming Extraordinary People 2008 Lecture Series. Join Alan Cohen, Deepak Chopra, John Holland, Ian Levanzant, and me right here in Seattle at Benaroya Hall. Tickets are on sale right now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for dates and information. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. More choices, more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Yes, indeed. Give me what I'm missing. Yeah, I bet we, we can all sit down and figure out what we don't have in our lives. Well, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is joining me here today. She's the Senior Minister for the Center for Spiritual Living. And we're talking about letting the light shine. And that is connecting with uh, that spirit itself that's within you that can manifest just about anything you want. And sometimes, I know if you're like me, some stuff that you don't really want. Uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann, thank you so much for joining the show today. I want to make sure everybody has the website spiritualliving.org www.spiritualliving.org and if you could just remind everyone of uh, some of the opportunities they have to connect with you well we have uh, Sunday services 3 on a Sunday 8, 8.25 9.45 and 11.30 and um, we also have a Wednesday night service that begins with soup we start serving soup at 5.30 and it's soup and salad and dessert and bread, and it's just marvelous. And um, then there's a meditation at 6.30, and the service starts at 6.45. And it's more interactive. It's, it's uh, kind of low-key. It's, it's, it, you can ask questions. You can have people pray for you. It's kind of like the Dr. Pat show. <laughs> but you sit there and, and uh, get loved on. You, you get some FaceTime. That's what yeah. I love. Yeah, you know. FaceTime. FaceTime, which is very fun. I mean, we certainly did get that at the Brett Greg Braden event. It was great to meet all of you out there and uh, connect with you in, a, in another way. I mean, this has been a, a very powerful show, uh, Kathy Ann. I mean, we've talked about many, many things. Our theme today was So Let Your Light So Shine. And we've talked about what personal light is, what some of the obstacles uh, might be, and uh, from letting it shine. We also so, uh, Reverend Dr. Katyan shared three tools to help the, you start shining. And, you know, today, let's talk about how letting your light shine in this segment helps big, a better, build a better community, build a better world. That's your theme. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that I, uh, that's what communities could be about. I think it was Hillary Clinton who wrote the, the book. Didn't she write the book, It Takes a Village to Raise yes. a Child? Yes. Well, you know, I think it takes a village to raise a village. I think it takes a village to to help an adult. We all need help, and we don't have the extended families we do anymore. But we can be in community. So whether the people find their community at the gym or uh, through a, a club or a civic group or their church community, it's just so powerful for us to join together and to work on something bigger than ourselves. Well, I'll tell you, it certainly takes a community to build the Dr. Pat show. I learned that out first, learned, learned about that firsthand. Yeah, you have a huge community. 
fabulous, fabulous listeners. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask you very specifically, we talk uh, a lot about spiritual practice, and you and I were just talking during the break. Uh, there's much to be said about spiritual practice in many of the books and many of the materials that we get. What is the key to success in starting and maintaining a good spiritual practice? I think to find one that works for you, that you don't have to feel like you're in the shape of a pretzel to make it work. And, and that's just a metaphor. I wish I, could, I wish I could see everybody and I could, you know, give you this odd shape. But I think sometimes we think that it's got to be hard and odd for it to be worthwhile. And I believe that we can find a spiritual practice that works for us. That doesn't mean that we don't have to have the discipline to do it, but it shouldn't make us uncomfortable. It shouldn't make us um, unhappy and shouldn't go against our, our, our actual nature. For instance, I think a lot of men like to be active and do things. So their spiritual practice could be um, actively uh, taking care of or helping other people. I think the people who work with Habitat for Humanity, for instance, and go and build houses, that can be part of their spiritual practice. They can connect with something greater than themselves by actually doing something, where others don't want to do things. They really like to be contemplative, and they should. They should be able to be contemplative, to pray, to to meditate, to um, write poetry or whatever, and not feel like they're not doing any good in the world unless they go out and help build houses. Does that make sense? We've got to find yes, our absolutely. niche. But once you find your niche, do the niche. <laughs> once you find what works for you, do it. <laughs> and do it often. Exactly. And, and, you know, a part of what we talked about, and you talked about this, I think, Sunday, and Greg talked about it, you know, there's there's a way that we can approach a task. There's a way that we can approach a call. I mean, you know, many people are in the sales business. Many people are connecting with people every day. There is the thought, but there's also the emotion. What yeah. can we share with folks about tapping into that shining emotion? What we can tap into, I mean, what we can, what we can tap into and then share by tapping into it is, is we can share our love. So we can do whatever it takes for us in the morning to set our minds straight and realize that we're not just going to go sell somebody something. Even though we're selling a product, we're also there loving them. And I know that I was in sales many, many, many years ago, pre-ministry, which was, seems like a, a, uh, which was almost 26, 25 years ago. And one of the ways that I would uh, do well in sales is I loved my customers. They, they were not there to bring me a paycheck. I was just there sharing with them and, and, and loving them. And, oh, and by the way, I've got this product. Now, I don't know that my bosses... Our employees, employers, I should say, really wanted to hear that. But that was my way of connecting with that light and sharing it. Um, and and people responded. They We like to be around people that like us. And that understand what we're about sometimes. I, I, I think that uh, what you just shared is so important because what it demonstrates is a connection between two people. And, yeah. you know, there is power where two or more are gathered. Yeah. Even if the other person doesn't know what's going on, because I never, you know, I was in a very, very, very corporate environment, so I didn't, you know, leave leave the 
meeting saying, I love you and hope you do well and blessings and all that stuff, which I get to do now. But whether I said those words or not, I could be coming from that place, and I think people responded well to it. And that's what we're talking about today, of being able to share that, that form of expression, that form of emotion, to let what every one of us has within us shine. Thank you so much for joining the show today. And uh, as we always do when you join us, we love, we love to close this, no, this show with a special message from Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. Remember, spiritualliving.org is the website. And Kathy Ann, thank you so much for a fa- fabulous show today. Oh, thank you, Pat. I'm, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be here. And you want oh, me to pray, right? I would love for you to pray. Okay. So, if you're driving, do not close your eyes. But if you're sitting at home or perhaps in the office, for just a few moments, if you can, if you want to, just close your eyes so that you close out the rest of the world. The rest of the world will be there when you open them again. But for right now, let's just take a breath and use our breath to find that place of peace within ourselves. And I know, because I've proven it to myself, but I know also because so many wonderful mystics from so many religious traditions have said that there is a light within us, and that light is the I know that through our breath we can fan that light and it can grow bright. And we can grow in our understanding and our revelation of truth so that we can know what is the true thing for us to do and say this day. We can know the true thing for us as we unfold and move into our our daily activities. We can know what is best for us in all of our interactions and relationships. That is a wonderful and true understanding that blesses us and blesses everyone around us. And so I just give thanks that we are allowing ourselves through our breath this day to fan that flame, to find that light, and then to live from that light in such a way that others are blessed, whether they know it or not, that others are lifted by our sense of joy, that others are lifted by our sense of connection. I give thanks that we no longer look to the outside world for our happiness, our joy or understanding, but we find a way to find it within. And for each and every person listening, there is a way. I'm so grateful that the Spirit of Truth is leading us to that way, and so it is. And so it is. Thank you for joining us here today, everyone. And until next time, which is tomorrow, step out into the world, hold your head up high, and know that you have the power within to create the life you desire. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. I'll see you back here tomorrow.